Hello everyone, so another review, Venom, the movie. So Venom, when it came out, it got a lot of initial bad press and bad marketing because they mispronounced symbiote. And the director argued with fans until he finally changed it. And whenever a director argues with fans or anybody with a production argues with fans, it's never a good sign. Um, unfortunately, it hurt a relatively good movie. Thankfully, the movie still made some money at the box office. So, pardon me. Um, a lot of people out there want to know, did Venom the movie do the character justice? And... I'm going to say yes, with an asterisk. Now the asterisk is, everybody who knows the story of Venom uh, knows that Venom is a very complicated, goofed up, fucked up character. And that's because he was never planned from the start. Uh, it deals with the secret wars, the Beyonder claiming that, and then them claiming that the um, facility wasn't really uh, there to produce uh, equipment, that it was really a prison, and Spider-Man had this alien thing on him, and then they decided to change it so that the alien thing uh, bonded with a really terrible, uh, uh, awful, uh, corrupt reporter who went after Spider-Man while terrorizing him. Then all of a sudden, the reporter was not corrupt. He was misunderstood. He took, uh, sure, he got in trouble, uh, but he really did have a good heart. And then it turns out Venom was from this alien spider god, uh, who wants to destroy the universe with symbiotes that devour everything in their path. And it's so fucked up in the comics that I don't even know where Venom is right now. I mean, Marvel just could not decide on what to do with Venom. However, for a short, beautiful period, there were some great Venom comics. And they were called the Lethal Protector, uh, you know, story arc. And it was a really well-written story arc. And it focused on Eddie Brock being a kind of a shit reporter because he didn't really know how to cite his sources. Uh, although, you know, it's like he would get somebody to say something verbally to him and then they would deny it. Or he'd find something that would be evidence he couldn't use, but he'd still use it anyway, and then he'd get sued for it. You know, he. so they kind of changed his character to be more like that, and which explains why he would be kicked out, but also why he had a strong urge to protect what he calls the innocence, you know, what, what Venom calls innocence. Uh, and uh, Eddie Brock convinces uh, Venom... You know, because Eddie blamed Peter Parker on getting him fired. Uh, Peter Parker did kind of 
fuck around with Eddie, which was stupid. I mean, Peter Parker is an asshole. Uh, well, Eddie Brock and Venom decide by the Lethal Protector series that uh, Peter Parker, even though he's an asshole, he does protect innocent people. So there's like an unspoken truce between... Well, no, it's a spoken truce, but it's a truce between Venom and Peter Parker where Venom says, if you hurt another uh, one innocent life, we'll be back to eat your spleen. You know, that type of thing. And Peter Parker's like, well, okay, I mean, I try my best. And even Peter Parker throws it up saying, well, you know, sometimes you hurt innocent people. And Venom says, it's not our fault. We try to protect them. Peter says, well, I do too. And sometimes innocent people get hurt. But if we're both protecting innocent people, then that's good. Just try not to murder people as much. And Venom's like, maybe, maybe not with his fingers crossed, right? So that's kind of how the Venom-Peter Parker story ended out where Venom still kind of really hates Spider-Man because the feelings of Eddie Brock are amplified by the symbiote. But at the same time, uh, the symbiote uh, understands that Peter Parker is, in general, a good person. And Venom decides that he only wants to harm villains and those who would hurt people who want to preserve life. And so Venom in the comics has turned into, he's one of a couple of symbiotes who have turned into rebels against the spider god. I still think the spider god was a massive fucking mistake. I don't know who at Marvel was smoking what, but it must have been something powerful. A piece, piece of shit writing. Anyway, so... In general, that's where the comics are. Well, this movie took the Lethal Protector storyline and rewrote it so it's uh, just in the Venom universe. There may or may not be other superheroes that come along, but Venom is produced by Columbia Pictures, subsidiary of Sony, and it doesn't look like it's connected to any other portion of the Marvel Universe, which is a shame although it does allow them to focus on the Venom story. Eddie Brock is, they cut out the whole part of Eddie Brock being uh, a corrupt reporter and focused on the storyline of Eddie Brock being a decent reporter, you know, kind of like a YouTube personality where they try to provide news, but, you know, like a lot of YouTube personalities, they don't necessarily do their research. Or they do their research, but they refuse to give up their sources. And so that puts them into a serious question. So Eddie Brock is out there. He does have a good heart. He wants to do the right thing, but he doesn't necessarily do it the right way. So that gives him trouble. Uh, Venom, uh, when he connects with Eddie, is still under the influence of the idea of devouring the universe. Aliens which travel from world to world, devouring planets, because that's what we do. That is how we live. No mention of the spider god. Thank fucking God the spider god is not in this movie. What a shit part of the storyline. Uh, I can't express how stupid the whole spider god thing was. I mean, Marvel should wipe it out of continuity. It shouldn't belong. 
I don't know who made the decision. They were stupid. Uh, so thank God that's not in the, in the story. Now, in the story, there are some symbiotes who die, and you never find out who they are. I really hope that they did not kill off the other good symbiotes that are in the comic. Like, uh, I believe her name is Scream or Screech. She's often called the female symbiote. Uh, in the comic, she's yellow and red. She's actually, like, good from the very beginning. You know, unlike Venom, which has to develop into a good personality, she's good from the very beginning. Now, in the comics, all these symbiotes were seeds from Venom. Uh, in this movie, uh, they are not his offspring. They're like uh, the other symbiotes and the ones that die without us ever knowing their names. They're like part of an invasion crew. So they're kind of like soldiers. Uh, the, the bad guy in here... Uh, the bad guy symbiote is named Riot. Now, in the comics, Riot was a seed off of Venom. In the movie, he's not. He's like Venom's commander, which is okay. I can understand why they did that, although I think it's an unnecessary change. Uh, maybe they felt that they the story flowed a little better by having it uh, as commander and subordinate. I still think that was a mistake because it makes more sense that Venom carried the seeds of the other symbiotes and then they develop into psychotics. See, originally Venom was a psychotic serial killer on his planet before they did the whole fucking spider god bullshit and he was in prison because he was a prisoner. So the other symbiotes technically from his planet weren't murderous crazy things that's why um the seedling from venom the female symbiote she's actually good natured even though she still suffers from kind of like the schizophrenia that sitting that venom had i thought that made for a much more interesting story than the spider god that's why i hate the spider god well carnage is in the comics is a seed from venom i don't know how they're going to do carnage in the second venom movie they clearly are woody harrelson is um is the carnage character uh oh god i forgot the human name um uh cassidy like uh Keltus cassidy or something like that um so he's in an end credit scene in venom i uh, i hope i didn't spoil anything it's been all over the news uh, I know, I, I mean, they've already announced Venom 2, Venom 2 Carnage, so if you feel like I just spoiled it, I'm sorry. I mean, they already announced it. Uh, I think that that's the end of spoilers. Anyway, so in the movie, you only have Riot as the opponent to Venom. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to introduce the quote-unquote female symbiote, Screech or Scream or whatever her name is, um, in some subsequent movie. I hope they do. She's a fantastic character in the comics. Um, of course, because of all the retcons, uh, like, nobody knows what to do with the symbiotes in the comics, which I think is laughable. Anyway, so they say symbiote correctly in the movie. I think that, uh, oh yeah, Venom begins 
with the idea of he's going to devour, I'm going to devour this planet. And then towards the end, after being with Eddie Brock, who has a strong compulsion for protecting innocent people, Venom says, I changed my mind. And Eddie Brock says, really, what made you do that? And he says, because of you, Eddie. I'm trying to do Venom's voice. It's pretty good in the movie. I really like it. I really like how they did Venom's voice. Uh, the guy talks fast and in, in broken sentences and really deep. I, I, I know I'm not doing it correctly. I'm not doing it justice, but I really like it. Uh, it's very alien, very in your head, very deep, very malicious sounding. But at the same time, he's there to protect people. So, Venom has an about, uh, an about uh, face. He sides with Eddie Brock. They fight Riot. And it's a fantastic fight. Uh, Eddie's ex-girlfriend basically wins the fight for them. Um, but it's really done in a cool way. It's done in a way where she, it's not like she upstages the hero. It's like she's a character who's on the same level as Eddie... In the movie, they work together, and I love the dynamic. So, this movie, I believe, as far as Venom fans, fans go, is underrated. I think they took the best parts of the comics that they could. They chopped out the stupid shit. And believe me, there's a lot of stupid shit in the comics because everybody wants to get their hands on Venom and write a cool story and maybe one out of five writers knows how to write a good story for Venom. And that's even writers that I like. Some of them are shit with Venom. And they do it and they add stuff to continuity that d diminishes the character. And at one point they had Venom on Scorpion. Uh, the character Scorpion had Venom suit, which is bullshit. Um... I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm, as you can tell, I don't read the Venom comics anymore because they really did kind of fuck up a lot. Uh, Marvel needs to reboot Venom and get rid of the Spider-God and everything. So the movie cut out all of the shit that I don't like, all, and, and which is a lot of stuff that Venom fans don't like. They kept the core idea of Eddie is a screw-up with good intentions, you want to see him have a good life, even though he's a screw-up. You want to see him stop being a screw-up. Uh, the suit Venom kind of helps him to stop being a screw-up. And at the same time, Eddie improves Venom's disposition. One major criticism about the movie. Not once does Venom ever say, I want to eat your spleen. That's his fucking cliche call what do you what the fuck do you call it um it, it's like Michelangelo and Calabunga you know Calabunga dudes it's like Bart Simpson and eat my shorts uh, it's I don't even know what what you call them COVID's blocking my brain cells from working you get what I mean it's Venom's like call sign it's what he says and he doesn't say it once in the fucking movie. He says all sorts of other things. Hearts, lungs, pancreas. All very delicious. 
That's cool. In fact, I think they lifted that from a comic. But why not? I want to eat your spleen. Or I'm going to eat your spleen. Like, why not that? That is a big part of his character. And the funny thing about that line of, I want to eat your spleen. Your spleen is like hidden by all of your other organs. So when he says, I want to eat your spleen or I'm going to eat your spleen, he has to dig through all of your other organs to get to your spleen. The spleen, which is a very semi-useless organ. I mean, it has some uses, but it's you can live without a spleen. Uh, hockey players a lot of times get ruptured, ruptured spleens. Some of them have to have their spleen removed. Venom threatens the person saying, I'm going to eat one of your most useless organs, which heavily implies by going through your other more useful organs. That's why that line is so great, and it's not in this movie. I would give this movie 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10. No. No, you, you didn't give his, his, you didn't give his uh, um, catchphrase. That's the word I'm looking for. This movie does not have his catchphrase in it. Jesus Christ. I'm docking you a point, movie. I'm docking you a point, so I don't know where I am. I don't know if I'm at seven and a half or eight. Oh, it's got to be higher than seven and a half. It's got to at least be eight. Uh, you know, I'll even, hell, I'll, I might go up as far as nine, even without the catchphrase. So, Venom, good movie, fun. If you like the character, you'll really like the movie. If you don't know anything about the character, Venom is violent. And in the movie, he eats bad guys. I don't think there's any blood in the movie. I don't think I've seen any blood in the movie. I, he definitely devours people. He bites heads off. Oh, and you also get to see Lady Venom, by the way. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm just going to put spoiler tags in this. She, it, It's super cool. And, and t you know, when you... It, it's just... I had to watch the scene twice. She's only in it for about 10 or 20 seconds. Um, I want to eat your spleen. Why can't you say that once? Uh, thank God they pronounced symbiote correctly. Uh, so, because I was on a boycott of that movie because I didn't know that, you know, I mean, the, the initial previews, they destroyed the movie. One word, one mispronunciation destroyed a lot of fans from going to, the, you know, it stopped them from going to the movie, which is a shame the director did not do his research. But the end result, great movie. I'm excited for Venom 2. I think it's really enjoyable. There is some sort of crossover. Now, I said there's no real crossover. There is some sort of crossover. J. Jonah Jameson's son is the astronaut the beginning of the movie, uh, who is uh, possessed with the symbiote. He dies uh, as, you know, was retconned in so many other media, like Venom, the animated series, uh, there in a number of the cartoon series. They made it so that J. Jonah Jameson brings back the Venom symbiote, or J. Jonah Jameson's son brings back the symbiotes, and he dies on the crash land. So he is the astronaut. Not there is a connection with Spider-Man. 
Uh, it's a very light connection. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do any crossovers or not because Venom is extremely violent. But it would be awesome to see Venom and Deadpool because they can do that. Columbia is under Sony. Deadpool is under Sony. Uh, Deadpool's violent. Venom's violent. They could do crossover with some of their more violent heroes. Um, I can totally see why Spider-Man, which is a fun-loving Spider-Man, he's not the Andrew Garfield, you know, the new Spider-Man is not the Spider-Man from the comics, which is fine, I enjoy it. So, um, that's my in-depth review with spoilers. See it. If you're a Venom fan, see it. All right? And I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye. Okay, there is one thing about Venom I do not like. Normal humans having superhuman abilities. Let me explain. In one point, it's like the very first fight with uh, Eddie and Venom against people who are tracking him down. He lifts this guy up six feet off the ground slams his back into a coffee table. I don't give a fuck who you are. This guy's not wearing any padding. You land on your fucking back after being raised six feet up and forcibly slammed. You're not just falling. You're being thrown to the ground on top of a coffee table that has things like candy dishes on it which then shatters under your weight. You're not going to be walking for the next six fucking weeks. This asshole gets up and continues to fight. I am tired of this. Please. You stunt people that are out there. I know you fucking wear pads. I know you, you get up after a, a good stunt. But in reality... If you're not wearing pads, which is why you do wear pads, if you're not wearing pads, you're not going to be fucking moving after some of those hits. In fact, I fell down. I slipped on some black ice. I'm, I'm just 40, 40, right? I'm 41. I think I was 41 when I slipped on the black ice. I landed on my fucking elbow. My elbow... I mean, my, I, it wasn't even like my elbow was scraped. I was wearing my jacket. I fell on my elbow. My elbow swelled up like the size of a baseball. Okay? I had to take antibiotics. I couldn't move my fucking elbow. Somehow, some bacteria or some infection was triggered when my elbow hit the ground and I was wearing a jacket. That's the reality of falling down or getting hit or being thrown against a wall or being thrown down on asphalt, okay? That's the physical reality here. Humans are not superhuman. And I get it. Superheroes can fall down and they can take a beating. I'm talking about regular fucking people. And I don't... This one scene, these people are being thrown violently into the wall and they still get up and they still fight and they're still in the next fucking scene it doesn't make any sense please Hollywood stop fucking doing this god damn
uh, there should be some sort of consequences for being in a fight. Now, if you're a superhero, that's one thing. That's what makes superheroes super. You see their head getting bashed into a wall and they come back out perfectly fucking fine or only a little beat up. A human, regular human getting bashed, their head bashed in the wall, they'd have a fucking cracked skull. God, the only thing I don't like about this movie, this one asshole should have been put out in commission in this one fight. And he's a real fucking asshole. I don't even like the fucking character. So, I mean, I guess because of monetary reasons, they had to keep the character throughout it. But then why do something stupid by slamming him into a fucking coffee table? Hell, they could have had somebody else be him. Be, you know, get slammed into the coffee table. I don't understand it. I just don't fucking understand it. Anyway, um, that's really, that's a strong reason why it's eight and a half out of ten. Not really the spleen thing, even though I'm, that's Venom's catchphrase, I'm going to eat your spleen. Uh, but yeah, it's minor stuff like this, like, please stop it. And it's the stunt people who convince the directors, oh yeah, this would be great to keep doing this. No, no, stunt people, you do a wonderful job. But you gotta remember, in real life, you're not wearing pads. In real life, that type of hit will put you out of commission for a couple of weeks. Although I do admit, I had, you know, I had my uh, vest on and I had my jacket on. And even though I landed on my elbow, um, my vest had enough padding to protect my back, so I was able to get up and move around. But my elbow was fucked, and that guy's elbow should be fucked too because I saw how I hit the ground. Uh, anyway, that's my mini rant. That's the real reason why it's eight and a half to ten. So, have a wonderful day. Take care. Oh, yeah. The other thing I didn't really care for. Like I said, it's eight out of ten. Cars jumping over fucking hills and then landing. And you see the actual axle of that vehicle scrape against the fucking... Um, asphalt do you know how many fucking trucks they'd have to go through to pull off every single one of those stunts ignoring the fact that this is San Francisco and they're speeding down streets that I know damn good and well are crowded and there's no way they'd be going over 35 miles per hour no fucking way just because of traffic alone Probably 20 to 25, given the congestion in San Francisco. The fact that they have these vehicles do these giant fucking jumps. Please! It's irritating. It's not cool. It looks stupid. Nobody likes it. I guess some people like it. Director fucking likes it. Oh, God. Drives me nuts, though. So... Venom's still a great movie. Watch it. But these little things are huge pet peeves with me. I mean, those trucks would not be able to move. I, I, you can actually see the axles and the wheels break when the trucks hit the ground. And there's one of the stunts. After the truck hits the ground, it's not driving. It's sliding down the hill. 
and you only see it for a split second. That's why I fucking hate these types of, of chase scenes where they have giant fucking jumps one right after another. Those trucks would not be operational. And you, in several scenes, you could actually see them break down on the street after those jumps. So, I don't fucking know. Uh, drives me nuts. Um, but you know what? The movie's still great, so go see it.